0: Welcome to the Finding Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Liz McComish. Just like a seed holds all the knowledge it needs to grow into the plant it was destined to be, I believe you hold all the wisdom within you to create the most amazing life. Join me and my special guests as we explore the path back into your innate wisdom and teach you how to harness it. This is your life. To live your way. Welcome. Thank you for being here today, everyone. I have one of my beautiful friends, Sharon Jennings, on today, and she is a breath worker and a coach. She also owns the breathing space, which is in Fremantle, Western Australia, and she owns that with um, her best friend, Vicky. And There's some amazing practitioners who work there. Um, so it's a center. If you're in WA, I highly recommend checking it out. But today, we're going to dive into um, breath work and what it is. So, Sharon and I hold um, immersions together yearly, and we're, we're thinking of increasing that where we do um, beautiful like somatic nervous system regulation through yoga first. So, I get everyone in their regulated space, and then Sharon does her incredible breath facilitation and then we have sound healing afterwards so today though I really wanted to chat to Sharon about um, breath work and what it is and what an individual session is compared to say a group session and how breath work actually works because it's really taken off in the last couple of years Mm -hmm. Um, so I know a lot of people are accessing it in different ways so I have brought on someone who I know and I trust and I know has trained um, for a very long time with different people and holds an incredible space for her clients. So welcome, Sharon. Thank you, Lizzie. Hello, everybody. Yeah. So Sharon, tell us, what even is breathwork? Like
1: why do breathwork? work? Why do it? Okay, so I'll speak to my sort of breathwork because there's so many different sorts and we've all participated in some type of breathwork, whether it's yoga or meditation or just living our lives every day and successfully breathing. Um, The kind of breathwork that I teach is conscious connected breathwork. So it's under the umbrella of transpersonal or transformational breathwork. And so what that looks like is a long period of consciously connecting your breath with a practitioner and breathing and the reason that we do that is well basically how we breathe is how we live so like right now I feel really nervous because as Lizzie knows everybody I get really when I'm on, on the phone or the camera or a zoom even though you can you're the best talker and you've got the quickest wit
0: I've ever come I across can't Even, <laughs> and she's also like very breathing. funny Everyone listening to this, she's also very yeah. funny, very quick-witted, very I'm confident, really, very social, really, has really the really most friends of anyone in the world. But <laughs> really get bad. on a podcast
1: and it all falls out. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I can speak in real life in front of 100 people, fine, but as soon as I start talking to my own little reflection, something in me goes to mush. She's <laughs> okay. Life. And I'm kind of sorry, but I am just really thank you for everybody if I'm clunky. Yeah, so you're I, human.
0: And that's what I love about you, because you're human. You're not in, you're not in I, a space of ego around your work. And um, that's why yeah. I really encourage slash pushed you to do this, yes, podcast. <laughs> this podcast with me because it's really um yeah, I, I I love like pulling out practitioners who I know are really good at what they do, who have done their own work who have w- walked their own path to get yeah. them to where they are today
1: because that's the um, thing yeah. I've, yeah I've done my work so now i just quietly go about my business with my beautiful clients and and mm. really yeah so going back the, the way that we breathe is the way that we live right and so what affects our breathing when we think of what affects like right now what's affecting my breathing is feeling nervous so i can feel my breath isn't as joyful and as fluid and as expanding as it usually is my my breath is a bit like <laughs> i can feel yeah. it yeah. yeah so what affects our, our breath is stress yeah what affects our breath is anger you know when you get really angry and you can feel what affects our breath is anxiety Um, fear they're all the things that affect our breath and really what all of those things are when you think even if you just say like me explain fear Mm. anxiety anger um, really all of those things are tension so how we yeah so how we breathe is how we live so if we're breathing tension then we're living with tension and then it becomes a loop, right? If we feel it, so then our mind thinks it and then our beautiful mind is just made to think, so it does. Mm. And then we find ourselves just living up in here. And so so in a one-on-one breathwork session, people come to me for all different things um, and usually they'll come for, it's usually to without them having the words, it's because they want space, right, because that's the opposite of tension, yeah. Mm. So when we have tension, everything gets kind of small. So people will come because of anxiety or parenting or overwhelm or grief, sadness, anger, um, work work stuff. So they're all the stories, um, the real-life stories going on in their lives, and that's what they usually, It's you know, an an event has made them go, right, I need to do something about this. So they come and see me and they usually have something. But as we start to breathe and we start to notice the tension that their body is holding, what we find is relaxing those belts of tension, allow them then to create some space. And really it's like, that was the thing that was wrong. That's Mm. actually the thing that was wrong. Because we can eliminate, you know, the activating event of why they've come solve that but we still will brace and go back into our habits you know because we are our habits when we feel that tension our body will hold again and hold and hold and hold and then again everything gets smaller and smaller and smaller and tighter and tighter so Mm -hmm. the reason why a breathwork session goes for an hour and a half is because you're breathing for over an hour you know we spend about 20 minutes talking and then the person's breathing and so they're really breathing and you and you think that's a really long time to breathe But actually, once you get into your body and out of your head and have this beautiful little date with your body who's been missing you so much because you've been living in this tiny little space up here, it goes really quickly and your body starts to learn, Ah, there's that other way of being, you know, because being in tension is really important when, you know, we're in our sympathetic and we're trying to save our lives. It's really important. We don't want to not have the ability to do that. But we don't want to live in that space. We want to be able to use it, and then come back into the into the flow and that spaciousness. So, when so we have... people
0: come to you and they've got like they could have like years and years and years of tension that's built up, and yep. posturally that's affecting the their ability to their lungs to move, their diaphragm to move, like everything yep. that all packs in like that, and so they're holding themselves pretty tightly. Yeah. So over time, I can see how it would be. It sounds like it's layer after layer that starts to peel off. Is that the way that it works? That's it. And initially,
1: going back, going back to all of that, their body's so tight. So then they start to have health problems or IBS, Mm. or so then we start. We go to the naturopath, we go to the doctor, and we go to the. But really, what it is is our beautiful, beautiful detoxifying body can't do its job because we're instead of actually using everything for this beautiful machine that we have you know our lovely home using it for what it can actually give us um so yeah danger the whole time yeah looking for just bracing for what's going to happen next just bracing um yeah and so those layers and layers that's how i personally came to breathwork was exactly that i had you know my child my childhood stuff and then I went through years and years of many miscarriages, you know, one after another, after another, after another. So my body was in full fear, was in full tension, was in full terror. Um, and then it got to a point where there was no more space. I was so <gasps> on the inside that that felt normal for me. And you, you yeah. known me for a very long time. So the me up here could still, but my body started going. Shaza, no more space. We have, we're out of yeah. space. So my body I started having panic attacks. And I remember back then, I do remember,
0: <sighs> and I, I, yeah, I can't imagine what it's like to go through, you know, those miscarriages. Like the the terror that must come
1: from that, where you feel like oh. you can't trust oh. your body. You don't but know your you're. Yeah, yeah, and and there was and it was nothing, you know. Like you go and do all the diagnostic. It's not like they could go, "Uh huh." It was just this big, mm. the two percent of unexplained, you know, infertility getting pregnant. And then so it wasn't even like, "Ah, what's the?" So there was just this lucky, or unlucky dip of, "Is it going to work? Is it not going to work?" Because we actually don't know what. We're working with so that instability in my little body to just try you know to trust relax mm. all of the opposite things of tension trust well my body doesn't know the story of trust when it comes to that relax well my, you know isn't the mm. worst thing when you're dressed and someone says you just need to relax <laughs>
0: well you can't can you like if you're holding it you physiologically you literally can't because you you're holding it in your unconscious no. tooth and you cannot affect that just through conscious awareness you it's don't. not you no. can't override it and i, and no. I think yeah, we, and that's where what we pretend.
1: pretend that's where we, we pretend. live up in this little spot and that drives mm. the show and and has the storyline yeah. gives the narrative but the truth is our body is still holding so, yeah, yeah. so I've tried many, many things, and some are hilarious and one like there's a good book in the hilarious <laughs> rabbit swarms so I went down. But <laughs> for me, and, and this isn't me saying everybody breath works the answer, but for me, after my first session, I still continued to have panic attacks for another year, but after the first session, I felt, huh, I can feel mm. some space in my body. I can feel... It feels different and I didn't have that language that I didn't know. Oh, I have space in my body. I just felt different but in a way that felt like home. So I was like, yeah. right, okay. In in reality, I was going to beautiful Inga Benta. you know. You, you know no, Inga? I was going I to Inga. Do. beautiful I was, Inga. I was laying, you know, on the mat. I was breathing. I was fully having all of these big emotional releases. So for me, I'd drive. Hi, lie on the mat, breathe, cry, pay Mm -hmm. money, Mm -hmm. go home. (laughs) Yeah. I I did that for many years too. It was
0: beautiful. Some of my favorite years of my life were spent in session with (laughs) Inga. Thrashing it
1: out. Yeah, thrashing it it out. But one day, and I was about six months in, one day I went up to the door, knocked on the door, and um, Inga opened the door. And I've told so many of my clients this, and it can still make me feel really She opened the door and she went, ah, there you are. Oh, Sharon. I know. And I was like, I, I, like, I couldn't say, but I know, like, I am here now. I here. oh, yeah. I'm here now, I'm in my body like I am. And then slowly the panic attack, I was still having panic attacks, (laughs) not daily, but so I don't want to say, yeah, you know, one and done. No, because it took me 35 years or whatever, 34 years to get into that. You know, that was layer upon layer upon layer upon layer upon layer upon layer for that many years. So it was just like, yeah, peeling the onion. It was just layer after layer was falling away to the point where I was really like there you are, darling, like, there you are. And so that gave me the courage to, you know, risk things and to, to do different things and, and you know, there's a, there's a happy ending to the end. I've got two beautiful babes now and um, it put me on my path. So that's that yeah. sacred wound. And I, I hate that everything happens for a reason because, no, I didn't need to have, you know, seven miscarriages to become a breath worker. I'm not saying yes to that but yep. there is the sacred wound you know that can come from me really going in and and learning how to kind of come back and and pick myself back up like me yep. inside my soul um, and bring her like back to life Yeah. and so for me I was like and and before that I had worked in coaching and development in business so everything was all about you know i can write you a smart goal really well you know everything was about head head action action you know mind over matter um you know goals and blah 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 so for me it was really interesting that the way back to myself wasn't through you know pushing through mud it was actually surrendering but the bittersweet thing is you have to feel safe enough to surrender somebody can't push you or override you so in a session so with my clients, I, and I, and this is, speaks to, you know, there's a lot of breath work out there and there's a lot of like, yeah, go, 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 breathe, breathe yeah. more, breathe. But in a session with me, I really know the truth of having all the time in the world just for that one body to feel safe enough to breathe fully, fully into itself so that it can release that tension yeah. Yes, so it can release that tension. So it can actually access that intuition, yes. and it can actually listen deeply to those unasked questions that the body hasn't been able to ask, or too scared to ask, or not brave to ask. It, it we get into that deep listening part of our body, and that kind of calls us back home to ourselves.
0: Because there's a real. Um power in the sweetness and and subtleness of what you've just said right yeah because I mean I I can speak to you know people that come to me and sometimes they come in and they're like they just want to get it all done right now heal right now (laughs) and actually yeah tick done like I just want to get on with my life now I'm going to pick up the dry cleaning yeah yeah but actually really deep healing is is about that surrendering, and it's a sweet, gentle, just letting go. And I feel like letting go has been talked about for such a long time. And and really letting go is something that's that's an art, right? It's yeah. where you have to feel so safe yeah. with whoever you're with, and in your own body that you can go. I'm going to finally one hundred percent. Trust myself, yeah, and drop into yeah whatever is in me because whatever is in me is me. So yeah, me pushing it away or me trying to get away from it means that I'm not being me. That's right. So yeah, sort yeah. of drop in, and I guess we get so much. Um, we learn so much from society that you know, to push away what's deemed um, unacceptable or to not be angry or to not be sad or to put a brave face Mm. on, you know, you smile and the world smiles with you, all all those sayings that we have. Yet, like, the flip side of that is it's actually going into those parts, surrendering into those parts that bring us home.
1: Yeah. It's all about, yeah, leaving the tension because we cope that smile and the world smiles with you. We cope. Through um, holding on, like smile, power, and positivity, love and light, and all we we cope mm-hmm. by holding on, or we cope by pushing away, um, or pushing it down. But either way, that's all tension, isn't it? Holding mm-hmm. on, pushing away, pushing down. That's still all tension. So when and we it's still all learn, there, isn't it? It still stays oh, there. Just no matter quality. what we do, <laughs>
0: yeah, it's still there. We can try and trick ourselves as much as we want, but it doesn't go away,
1: yeah. right? It's still, it's still there. We're just working harder. Yeah, all the other things while <laughs> still pushing <laughs> yes. it down and holding it on. Or... Yes, yes, yeah. you get down
0: there. I've got to be happy right now.
1: Yeah. That's, exhaust. that's exhausting. And so that's for me, that was when I first like had that panic attack and I, I ended up in the hospital thinking I was having a heart attack because I'd never had one before. But it was just like literally it was like, Capacity, You know when your phone mm. shows you we're on a red line and you better start charging it and you just yes. risk it, you keep going. It's <laughs> a little bit up. further. I'm sure and I'll get another quote just call. To that one line at the bottom like <laughs> someone's got an art liner and, yeah, and then you I just mean, keep going and done. then all of a sudden she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: that, that's like <laughs> reminds me of the, the good old days with my petrol tank right like put five bucks thinking... in there <laughs> and how far will i get on five bucks you know far <laughs> far yeah i'm back far. when you a teenager <laughs> my little dedo 200b going quite far <laughs> on five bucks like <laughs> a triumph so it was like a big yeah
1: <laughs> yes yeah yeah. so
0: that's that's what we're doing isn't it and I think that um but the the safety safety, right
1: yeah the the safety
0: safety. come back to the safety actually because that's definitely something that um I experience with clients that come to me that really want to know that um they are safe emotionally because whatever is underneath was so overwhelming to begin with and that's really why they pushed it away and they've created yeah. all those layers on top so yeah. um i know speaking from my own professional yeah. um experience that um yeah it is there's, there's there's a big part of my work that is coaching and holding space for people and teaching yeah. them that you go at your rate here like you ultimately yeah. you are in charge of what we're doing and yeah you only go as deep as you ever want to i can hold the space and i can facilitate your way in but you only yes. go as, as deep as you want to every single time
1: yeah 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 and and that we to not override someone so i i get a lot of people that come to me and they like you said they want to get in that- yeah so feeling safe so
0: how do you how do you hold spaces like does it ever happen that someone goes deeper than they actually want to and they get overwhelmed by their stuff right like how do you as a practitioner As a breathwork practitioner, how do you hold space for someone so that, you know, you are
1: titrating the experience for them in a way that works for them? yep So they can come away. yep So beforehand we kind of talk about that. And beforehand, usually if we set it up um, when we're talking, so in a session, a session goes for an hour and a half. So in the first 20 or so minutes we talk about all these things and I always, I, I go through um, the process of how we breathe, you know, and that's that's part of it. We go through the whole process of how we breathe, but we also speak to it's not about non-stop no matter what. It is continued connected breathing. But if you feel that you want to crank it up to an 8 out of 10, that's okay. But if you want to titrate away from that and breathe out of 1 out of 10, that's okay we keep the breath consciously connected but what we can do is as we get fuller with our breath and usually the body starts to like create a field right where the person, the client, gets braver, and you start to see. Rather than them breathing their body, their body starts breathing them because that little. Oh, that's the, so beautiful. Oh yeah, and it's effortless then yeah. because to begin with, it's hard work to breathe, right? People will yeah. get dizzy. People, you know, we have to work with people not getting tetany, um, and all of that. So it's quite laborious when you've been breathing really shallowly. Like people go, "Oh, I've got pins and needles in my hands," and my because they're used to they're so used to chest breathing and and shallow breathing, but once they start flooding their body with oxygen, everything's getting pins and needles and dizzy and yeah, their body yeah. like, whoa. So we kind of navigate through that, but then once we, we get in and they're in their body, something switches and their body starts breathing them. And when their body starts breathing them, you see them starting to take full breaths because saying yes to our breath is saying yes to our life, right? Yeah. So they start taking full breaths, full breaths and all of the tension releases and sometimes then something can come up for them that that scares them most of the time when people have been able to do it without being overridden. So there's different breath work that happens where the practitioner will get that person to that place. In my breath work, I won't get that person to that place. They will get themselves to that place. I hold the space for them and give them... They, they have full agency over how they breathe, how, how how dynamic or how gently they breathe, and it's not shamed. It's not like, yeah, you breathe 10 out of 10. It's, yay yeah, your body consistently breathed out of 1 out of 10 and held that. So we're slowly lifting and slowly because creating honest space is what it's about right i could override the person and get them there to show them what a great breathwork practitioner i am and i can make them yell and scream and bang things but that's all about me and my ego yeah or, or i could really hold the space for them and really cocoon them while they go in and they see yes where they can go to and go into their inner landscape and slowly chip away and make their own space because we override ourselves society overrides us you know we want to please people all of the reasons why we kind of override ourselves are there and people generally want to do good you know so mm. it's very easy and this is where you have to be careful of your your power in the situation as the practitioner Because we're in a powerful position, right? We could, people are in that liminal space. They're not in the mundane every day. They're in that liminal space. It's so easy to override someone. So you really have to be in your integrity and be safe and be well trained and be aware of all your own shit so that you don't, because you can see the person on the edge. You can see the person can, and it's really important to hold the space for them so they feel safe enough to go over the edge themselves and not to push them over the edge because they'll, you know, have a piece of work done or, you know, have some healing or what the word of it, release some trauma or whatever you want to say. Whatever you want to call it, yeah. Whatever you want to call it, it's not for us to decide when they're ready because some people have been holding on to their stuff for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 60, you know, like I have a 70-year-old client who says, I don't want to die with this in me. I want it to be done. I don't want to hand this generational stuff on. I want to clear that. I want to be in my body and have it spacious. So, so for the person to, oh, if People are so brave. But yeah, for someone that's so, to do it that's themselves, so beautiful. yeah. Mm. But for a person to be able to do it themselves, that's when it sticks. So you know, mm. we might go and do a, you know, a thirty-day juice cleanse, or we might go and do a three-month. This program where we might go and we can do things for a period of time and then it stops but if we if we really go inside ourselves and if we allow ourselves the space to do it that's when it sticks that because we're our habits right our habits is how we live our lives so let's make our habits be the way we want to live our life so it can't be another person externally telling us or, sh- or making it happen driving it we've got to learn how to drive that ourselves and when we can drive that ourselves we are so empowered then we have agency and when we have power and agency, we have so much courage so we can actually live our life. You know, I
0: love that so much because as you know, you know, you and I know that trauma is being completely disempowered. Trauma is not having agency Yeah. because you know, we can all be under stress and distress and run into really challenging times, but for it to become trauma means that you literally lost your power and you had no agency yeah. in the moment. That is the definition of trauma. Yeah. So with you talking about when you do your breath work, the agency is with the person so they can actually start to experience that again in themselves. There's, that's big time healing. That's yeah. I'm big, just the big, container. Big
1: I'm just the container. And it was really interesting when I moved. Mm. So this is my um, home clinic and all my clients were used to this space. And when I moved to breathing space, and breathing space is so beautiful. So beautiful, but, yeah. So beautiful. But when yeah. I... When I and it's so exciting because there's all other practitioners and modalities, so it's great, right? But a lot. And I'm of my there clients,
0: once a week. I get to see you once
1: a week. Yeah, <laughs> even though we never—that's the busiest. That's when we. I know we don't even see each other. We might like see each other on the way out the door, like <laughs> getting more, getting more water. But um a lot of my clients—that's—it's the container and the safety, and it's what they know they. So when we moved to Breathing Space, I had to like bring my furniture. I brought my 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 own little personal mat that people always see in my room. Everything. So my clients, it was like they'd walk into the new room, which was so beautiful. They'd walk in and go, "Oh, you've got the same chairs."
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: the nervous oh, system goes
0: right. We know uh, this area. Yeah, I, yeah.
1: She hasn't changed. She's yeah. Just because I was running it from my house, she's still. It's still okay all of a sudden yeah. and and it's amazing isn't it just things like that allow
0: us to yes to breathe out yes it's funny even like talking to you I'm my I'm really focusing on my breathing yeah. <laughs> <Try> <laughs> I, breathe breathe more.
1: I was doing yeah. some beautiful training as I'm always doing some training and I was in Canberra a few weeks ago doing some training and the most amazing teacher who is was so awesome for me. She um, did like a little quiz with us all the four temperaments, you know, the the Rudolf Steiner, you know, the temperaments like the sanguine. Yes. And yes. And we did it. And it was really interesting because we did it to know, you know, us, but then to know when holding a group, because the field uh-huh. created by the different people's temperaments kind of leads a group breathe. So because group breathes, um, and we haven't really touched on this, but but group breaths can be so, if they're held well and by a safe person who's had all the training and all of that, a group breathe is great because if you are a bit of an introverted person as your nature, not talking about trauma or holding attention, but as your nature to express, if you're in a group and and the popcorn starts happening where people are dropping into their bodies and starting to, you know, release or allow their bodies to express, you can get the permission to do it because it's a little bit um, Mm. incognito, you know, in a group situation, you're a little bit anonymous. So you can kind of let go, it can give you permission, whereas if you're the sort of person that doesn't focus on your own process and you're worried about everybody else, you know, the the people that say the empaths or the people that kind of don't stay in the lane, they kind of go out, they can get distracted by a group because they are aware of everyone else's experience rather than their own experience. And so we did this, the Four Temperaments um quiz to learn about, you know, if you have somebody that is that sanguine or that choleric or that melancholic, you know, maybe the the ways that they might respond with the words are so interesting.
0: Great. I can imagine. Do you Folks. find that it- when a when group comes together, so do you, I mean, if we start to speak to group breath work, because that is what we do in our immersions. And yeah. I really yeah. do, I really do want to go there with you because I think they are powerful and they're different to individual yeah. sessions. So right? And they, yeah. they have a power unto themselves. And I know that some people um, just like go, yes, I definitely want to do that. And some people are terrified of it because they're like, oh, hang on a second, what's that going to be like in a group process? Yeah. So, but I'm curious, like, with what you're talking about the temperaments, do you get um, is there a natural um, kind of equality around which ones come in? So it's sort of balanced? Or do you tend to draw more of one than the other? no, you can get
1: so in. So I did this group facilitating training stuff um, a couple weeks ago. And that's what the trainer was talking about, she was saying, because there's usually in a group, there's usually a leader. And, and by that, like, they don't know, not saying I'll be the leader of the group. Everybody, individuals, and you might come with a friend or, you know, with your partner or whatever, or just come by yourself. So everybody's laid down on the mat. But then as they start to breathe, you know, some people, and in one-on-ones I notice this, sometimes people, it's like they need permission to breathe, Mm. to make noise, to take up space in the room. Like you're allowed to, you know, it's like the person at the wedding who just goes and dances, and then there's the person who wants to but it's a bit shy,
0: but by the end of the night they are. And it might have been told their whole lives to be quiet and to be good and to exactly. toe the line and so on. It, so they get into that space and they're like, I can't let go because I'm meant to hold on.
1: Right. Yeah. And we we kind of had to learn, you know, we were learning this thing about like um, status and power and privilege and rank and, you know, and learning about like some people's, you know, social rank. So we were talking about, you know, like a, a, a white guy has pretty high social rank. You, yes, you know. But a white guy, you know, there's benefits for that. We all know. But there's also the the cons to that. Are say in a group breathwork, a a, a a white man kind of has his social rank by having it together. You know, being you know all the bullshit that is all Yeah, all the stuff. But the con to that is they will lose social rank if they're vulnerable. Oh, of course, yeah, because that
0: comes down to a deep inner drive, like a deep right. nervous system drive of vulnerability. Right?
1: They, yes. If they're vulnerable, then they kind of lose their social rank and no one wants to lose rank. You know, so we were learning that, yeah, somebody who is this really competent person, they, when it comes to something like being vulnerable, they could be, we were learning, you know, there's like the ghost in the room, the person that kind of you go, oh, did you go and check on that person? Have you seen that person? Like the person that's just there? <laughs> <laughs> like the person Because that... they just
0: get on with it themselves. They just do their own thing, get on with it. Yeah. They, would, they would have been a middle child. Oh, <laughs> right? I oh, speak yeah. to you. I'm a middle child. I understand. I'll carry You're... that
1: forever. Yeah. Oh, but we're <laughs> learning, yeah. We're learning, like the there's usually a leader so there's usually somebody who finds it okay to express themselves now they yes. might be you know a shy person or, but they might have high spiritual rank where they know it's okay to take up space in a room it's okay to breathe because that's what we're here to do it's okay yes. so they can become the leader so in a room you might get lots of people like that and you're and you know you if you were making it about you, you'd be like, look at this amazing group that we've created and we've got. But really they, or you might have group a group of really melancholic people that are really yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. but you've got to really work hard to encourage people to feel safe. Yeah. To it's, You're allowed to breathe, you know, even if it's not a big breathe, but you're allowed to consciously connect your breath. You're allowed to be heard. You're allowed to take up space in your own life.
0: I love so that fluidity are... of it. Yeah, I love it because, I mean, people oh. often say to me, like when you're doing a facilitation, like what do you do and what are the steps and how do you plan for it? And I just say, well, I do as much planning as I can, but in the moment I have to let go because yeah. I don't know where the group's going to need to go to. And it's my job to go with the group and yeah. hold the space for them and help to steer
1: them yeah. and keep everyone safe. Um, I always so, think and... I just come back to my own breath because... My our breath can't be in the past. So if I think about, oh, this has happened before and that could, or, oh, I don't want this, per- this. If I do that, my breath can't be in the past and my breath can't be in the future. Mm. But my breath can be in the present. So if I bring myself just back to my breath, then I'm really present and that's all we can do. When it's happening, it's happening. We just have to trust the field and we have to go with the field mm. and we just have to be really presently in our own bodies and and with our people it's not about us now it's like the group energy is taking it and so that's the really awesome you know i mostly do i don't run big groups i don't always run groups it's not often but i do one-on-ones every single day so one-on-ones is my jam but there is that beautiful um camaraderie and that that what is the that cometus that comes from being in a group and mm. the ride that it's kind of like we don't really know what's going to happen. That beautiful co-regulation yeah. that starts it's to happen, amazing. So yeah, that safety because there's so much
0: healing that can be done in um, a group setting that's yeah mapped with safety and held with love. Um, the healing that can happen in that space is, is phenomenal because we're yeah. born to our nervous systems are born to actually find safety in other people yeah. because we're mammalian yeah. so that's how we yeah. you know it takes a village to raise a child type that of saying is. that's actually we're how hardwired
1: for the connection we're hardwired, we're
0: hard-wired for it and, and most of us have had relational trauma I mean you mm-hmm. know we can have our car crashes and all the other sorts of traumas that we have but most trauma is is relational which means yeah. it's in relationship with someone else so to be able to um, be in a situation where your nervous system can start to co-regulate mm-hmm. in a safe way again and to express itself in a safe way is is healing beyond healing. like and that's exactly. what I love about. Bit, yeah, a little bit doing vulnerable. the yeah, doing immersions with you is that we can get people into that space yeah. where you know like I can create that really regulated space and get them into um, their resource place in their nervous system from mm-hmm. which they can then go and like with the breath work they can then co-regulate and go at their pace, right, can't they? Yeah, That
1: dwelling up last year, that was wild. And then there were people who, because it's that permission, this is your session, right? So you're Mm. in the group but you're also in your cocoon of your session. So you can just go in and have your own session but hear everybody else around you so that beautiful feeling of, you know when you go to, Oh, no, it's not just me. You know when you, like, you go to the footy or you go to somewhere where there's everybody around and you get that exhilarating feeling of being, like, yes. one, one part what? of something.
0: Yeah, being in a big family. Yes, so, I do. Yeah.
1: It's yes. That, that's what everybody spoke to last year was that feeling yes. of here I am on my little mat with my little blanket and my little everything Yeah, doing my thing but all these other people that are being really courageous and brave, doing their own things, and we're all doing it together. Mm. There's something yes. really um, beautiful, like something really beautiful about that, isn't there? Something really there is, and also boring. we really
0: set up the um, the safety around you uh, operating on your own terms. And yeah. if you need to get up and walk out of the room, you can. Um, if you need us, like put your hand up. I mean, we're obviously facilitating it and holding space for everyone. So but if they're safe they, they, they are in they charge of themselves. To, yeah. They're in charge of themselves. Like one of um, our beautiful friends who came and she got up at one stage and she just during the breath work, she was like, I just felt like I needed to walk outside and just dance outside. Yeah. And so she yeah. did, right? And that's that because yeah. we're surrounded by incredible bushland, um obviously we're keeping an eye on people as well it's like you're not just going to go we're not just going to just give you a compass and see you're not in the bush the right <laughs>
1: no, they're fine like... they're just <laughs> in a non-ordinary state off for
0: a time <laughs> there's a, really, really a water flask and you know a compass right you know but but no there is that because um you know i have had someone said say to me well i had a client recently who said they went to a group breathwork session and that the first thing the facilitator did was say oh we've locked the doors so now everyone's in here and no one's getting out till we're finished and she was so traumatized by that um and it's you know there's some yeah. stuff out there it's, it just it, te- it just I just you know it took, it's going to take quite a few sessions to work through that yeah. what happened yeah. for her in that because she felt i am stuck and that's the opposite yeah. of empowerment it's like yeah being stuck like someone else taking control away from you like someone else taking your agency away so um no that doesn't happen with us you that never ever the doors are unlocked the entire Mm -hmm. time and there's safe places to go and it's your process and whatever your process entails
1: will be held like lovingly and your process might be you get to a point where you go yeah i'm not ready to go over that edge actually and you might just sit up and put your little ruggy around you and you might just sit there and just hold space with us you know you might mm. you might just sit there and be a part of it you stay to the end but that that's okay there is no you have to you have to breathe for the hour you have to participate no you're you're still you you're still yeah. totally in charge of of your own experience and your own journey, because what happens is, for some people, they really need to see what happens to know. I I know with my my big boy, and I'm sure he'll never listen to this podcast, so he won't get embarrassed. He when <laughs> when we first had to go to school, and you know this, we first had to go to school. You know the first not play, mm. but you know where you leave them, and they have to go in, and the door closes, and they. I had to drive that kid for two freaking weeks school the door would open he would watch his little friends go in he he just couldn't bring himself to walk in and we'd close the door and we'd bloody drive home and then we'd try again try again and the teacher said look Sharon we can open the door and I can pull him in and he can kick and scream so or if you're happy to do what you're doing and at that point he was an only child it wasn't like I had to juggle a hundred other kids otherwise I probably wouldn't just take like him but I could yeah, do it." Yeah. And yeah. I could do it, and we went home, and then we did it for two weeks, and then one day he goes, "I'm just going to go in," and I thought, "Yeah, righto." And the door opened, and he went in like he'd been going in every day, so love. And he now, you know, nearly sixteen, is the most independent person I know. But for some people, their nature just needs to see what happens. Yes. We can't just say, Oh, trust. Shut yeah. Up. No. Can't no. No. Yeah.
0: Exactly. In. Exactly.
1: There's there's no one way of doing it. Because then we're overriding ourselves or exactly we're, we're being yeah. overridden and we want to be a good person and be compliant. So we override ourselves. So for some yes. people Yeah, it, like it is what it is. It's all good. It's all good.
0: And also with um what I I think I'm hearing you say about the breath is that you can literally just back off your breath or you can Increase Uh your breath, right? So So you are in charge of where you're going with it. So if you feel like you're going really deep and you're like, hang on a second, I'm feeling a little bit nervous now, you can pull back a bit and then
1: when you're ready, go again. You might go, actually, I brought myself back, so now I might Mm. go back to that edge a little bit more. And that's Mm. the whole thing of when you go over that, when you actually allow for that to happen, it's happening on your terms. So that will stay that's not someone making you have an experience that's you taking yourself into the experience so whatever gold you get from that whatever your intuition gets from that or what little message you get from that or what coming home to your body you get from that it's you've done that yeah so that's self-empowerment like that's you're okay, you've done that, you're coming back. So that was me at the six months when Inga went, ah, there you are. Because I was was here, I was okay, like I was okay because I'd done that work. I had not just, and this is the, you know, and I'm the hypocrite, I've got the ten books on my bedside table, but we can learn, 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 but our nervous system is show, not tell right yeah. our our healing in our body it's show not tell so we can say it relax this will be okay you'll be fine we can it's not tell we can read all the books and go wow and then what nothing nothing changes nothing unless yeah, we nothing. integrate it and we do it yeah so yeah learning about so sometimes i'm really crap with breath back. i'll go oh, you just got to come do it because it's it's like you lay on the mat and you breathe and i teach you conscious yeah. connect, breathing and then you drop in and then it's really tricky because it's it's a doing practice and it's so unique for everyone isn't it like and and, yeah. and every single time i've done hundreds yeah. of breaths myself and no two have ever been the same so it's yeah. kind of like how do you explain this thing but you yeah you you head into a non ordinary space so there is yeah. no map for how that is
0: no and there's not even a map for like how you're going to heal like i know you know, for myself, like I can titrate myself on things that are big in my life and I go, mm-hmm. okay, this is big and it's really butting up against me at the moment and I'm going to spend some time really being with it. And then I'm like, actually, now I just need a break. You know, I just yes. need to go out yeah. with my friends and yes. go dancing and, you know, actually need to take yeah. a break from it for a while. And then come back to working with that big thing that's been there my whole almost my yeah. whole life I can come back to it and we've all got that agency and I feel like there's a little bit of going on in the world right now where it's like we've all got to heal right
1: now and it's like yeah. you you're gonna do it for the rest of your life I know like, <laughs> so that's like take a I breath actually, slow down <laughs> I said that to somebody I said unless you're dying tomorrow like yeah we're not done like it and it's not like I have yeah, to yeah. heal my whole life, but there's, there are things. Remember, like, how yeah. we breathe is how we live. What affects, what creates tension? Anxiety, fear, sadness, anger, stress. Mm. Those things happen in little, even micro amounts every day, right? Mm.
0: Yes, But the more absolutely. that we create
1: space in ourselves, the more we can respond rather than react. Yeah. yeah. And those little things don't become, oh, another thing. It's just a thing. I remember saying
0: to Inga when I was doing breathwork with her um, and we'd done quite a few sessions and she, then we're talking through how, you know, you are, you, you're killing layers upon layers upon layers of stuff each time, right? And so, and, and the thought occurred to me, I said to her, so when you, like, get through all your layers, do you just die? Because <laughs> you're done. You're done with being a human. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, yeah, she just laughed. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, she was like, I think you might find you doing layers for the rest of your life and she's right because there are so many complex layers within us and we can all just slow down and mm-hmm. go i have a lifetime to yes, do healing but... work i don't need to do it all in one hour mm-hmm. i can just oh. back the truck up <laughs> Go buy the chicken and go to the music <laughs> festival and dance. It's fine. It'll all be there. And tomorrow. dance. Yeah, exactly. And then do a bit more and then come back and then do a bit more yeah. because every layer that we peel off, then a whole new reality shows itself mm-hmm. to us. And then we yeah. get to navigate that new reality. And Oh, what am I? How am I going to play with this part of my life? Yeah. Right. Like now I can realize that dream or I can go and do that thing that I've always That's been scared bad. of that thing. And then the next layer will butt up against us and go, oh, okay, I've gone another so far down my path and now like, oh now I found the next layer, so now I can heal that part. So it's so hard. important to be able to go in and out of
1: yeah. you know, but really diving myself. into your I'm trusting myself. And I'm getting to actually really know myself. Not like yeah, the noise yeah of, you know, I'm actually getting to know myself, to know, oh well that wasn't for me anyway, or this is for me, or we kind of get that whole like I have I had a conversation with my gorgeous girlfriends and I was saying like how I have Jomo, like the joy of missing out.
0: Cause <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they the best nights in?
1: I <laughs> don't, don't care. But my girlfriends, I, I, I'm terrible with, um, I cringe at musicals. Like this is a fun, fun fact about Shazza. I cringe with musicals. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I, I can't just, do musicals I, either. I can't my do them. Can't do, I can't M- do musical movies. I, can't. I can't. Musicals. No, I can't. No. I'm just like yeah, I can't. I it's it's you. there's something. Yeah, it's really it's really it's weird like, to sing it. I'll go to your concert. Sing it or say yeah, it. I'll go to your yeah. play or watch a movie. <laughs> I can't, I can't go. Can't to... do both. I know because it's so weird.
0: Like I, someone will be in a play just start talking and then something that's like, and then I went to the river. <laughs>
1: I'm, just like, ah! I'm, starting to, I'm starting to sweat. I can't. Have, <laughs> my girlfriend's <laughs>
0: like a no-go zone for me no uh,
1: no my beautiful girlfriend was in Christmas for like 30 years they bought Moulin Rouge tickets right and I said hell no and they were like we're we all going and they were like but we're all going you can't go I they're like, you'll traveling know to that from far places to come they're <laughs> like but we're all going you'll miss out I was like I don't care I love you guys but it's not I'm talking to you anyway you'd be telling me to shush because you're watching the people I can't I don't care they're like, you we're all going <laughs> Yeah, we're all going to be there, Sharon. I mean, I don't care. I love you guys, but I I don't care. I'm not going, and I didn't go. And one of them texted me, she was like, "Are you really not?" I was like, "Yeah." Because when, oh. when you are, you stuffen enough when you know you're not, well, you know. When you know you know, and you know, <laughs> and
0: it's even with me with um with opera as well because I find it too dramatic. I'm like just. Get the man and take him to bed and be done with it.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huh. it's, it's so dramatic. Can you do comedian stand-up comedy? Because I love. That. I
0: love comedian. Yeah. A comedian is like I. Oh my gosh, I just love a really good comedian. Yeah, yeah. I used to um, date a comedian for quite a while um, when I lived in Sydney, and that dating a comedian is next. Is level. a fun time. I, it was just so much fun, right? That's everything fun. was turned into, yeah, a joke. like everything was material for. Turned they, into material, be,
1: they literally think in a different way,
0: you know. Yeah. And it was, it was that. really,
1: really funny. Yeah. Well, my beautiful mate funny. Georgia, she hates. She crin- like she would sweat. She cr- she cringes at comedians. She gets nervous oh, for no. them. That they're going to stuff up. Ah, oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> special aren't we we've all got our beautiful little special little things i I know (laughs) hilarious Yeah. well
0: sharon thank you so much for coming on today for someone who was so nervous to begin with you um, i
1: still am i still do you 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 ran out of that
0: (laughs) once i got your the starting boxes you were all for it i know Um, and for anyone who's listening, I've got I'll put all Sharon's bio and her contact de- details in the show notes, so you can go and oh, um, you. yeah, get yeah, go and connect with her. And if you ever have the chance to come to one of our immersions, I would love to have you there. It's big, beautiful stuff that we do, and um, yeah, you just I put the early bird it. I put the
1: the early bird price up, so there actually is. Fifty nine dollars. Yeah, there actually is fifty nine dollars saving. That's big.
0: Because it's twenty. We did twenty percent. Yeah, yeah. That's a good saving. Yeah, yeah. So get in there because that's that doesn't last forever. So yeah, jump in there and nothing lasts forever. (laughs) I love you. Lots of love to you, darling. Thank you so much for coming on
1: today. Thank you for having me. Sorry (laughs) if I was clunky. You're all darling. Lots of love to you. Bye. 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 Bye.